Hey everybody, this week's episode of That's the Issue is sponsored by Shroud Media. Find your next favorite comic at Shroud Media, where different is the new normal. Shroud Media is a creator and publisher of independent comic books, featuring a diverse range of characters confronted with extraordinary circumstances. In Riven, a dark superhero science fiction, a hero rebels against a totalitarian regime led by his deadly alter ego. The supernatural action-adventure Reitzig pits a mute child soldier against his surrogate military family, forcing him to choose between murdering his surrogate mother or losing his sister forever. And an unlikely romance forms between two women after a near-death experience in the surreal action-adventure Samurai Gunslinger. All Shroud Media digital comic books and graphic novels are available on Comixology, iTunes, and Google Play for hassle-free reading on any device. Find Shroud Media on Facebook, at Shroud Media on Twitter, and ShroudMediaLLC.com. <laughs> Welcome to your doom. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of That's The Issue, the comic book podcast getting to know you uh, through the issues that you love. Uh, It's been a minute since we last did a show, so apologies for this fine delay, but there was something major that happened in the meantime, and that was San Diego Comic Con. My name's Matt Loon, and with me as always is my co-host Wes Messer. Wes, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing quite well, and how are you doing, Matt? Yeah, I'm not doing bad, not doing bad. Now, it, it has been a minute, which means that we're doing our Secret Empire coverage, um, but in a slightly different way than we normally do, because there I, have been 15 issues yeah. since we last spoke. You mind if um, I break... You mind if I uh, kind of say my little piece on... I I was discussing... Like, you and I were discussing this, and I used to say, screw it, we're just going to talk the main issues, because here's the thing about Secret Empire, y'all. There's a lot of there's a there's a lot of freaking tie-ins, mm-hmm. a lot, like a lot to of the tie-ins. point of insanityville. It has exploded a bit now, hasn't it? It's kind to of to the point um, where we're just sort of like because the last podcast we did with all the tie-ins, we were like, this doesn't matter, that this doesn't dit dit that, and it kind of I kind of felt like it drowned out Secret Empire, and yeah. so because by the time we start talking about Secret Empire, suddenly Matt and I are just going. Okay, what tie-in times times twenty are we on? Matt, Matt, Bueller, Bueller. What? What's the time? Yeah, I think people hit that point in every event, don't they? Really, which is a bit of a which is a bit of a shame because, like, just every event starts with this massive amount of energy and at some point it does well, especially ones this size, I mean some events only last like four issues or five issues or you know they, they're very they're, they're self contained whereas the Marvel ones and to a large extent the DC ones kind of just expand and they open outwards and Secret Empire has exploded you know because they've got amazing Spider-Mans involved, Avengers Champions, Deadpool, Doctor Strange um, 
Secret Warriors, US Avengers, X-Men, and X Men are in the fight now. Um, and then that's not even counting the the Secret Empire specials like Brave New World. Um, so yeah. it's, um, it's this a is, massive, this is massive far event safety, at this man. Because if we yeah. if we didn't streamline this way more, because even in looking at they're going, there's no way to streamline this unless Matt and I just start like flipping our lips, going like sounding like freaking. Like and also, movies. it's SDCC. We want to talk about SDCC. We want to have a, yes. you know, a massive conversation about all the big news that you want to you want to hear about and you want to talk about. You want to hear us talk about. Uh, so we're going to dive into all that as well. So Wes, how do you want to go about this? Do you want to do Secret Empire first? Mm, well, you know, screw it. We're going to do SDCC first. Screw <laughs> it. I'm I'm calling an audible because oh, no. I'm okay. calling an audible. We'll go through. We'll We're go through an SCCC first because I I got a thing because you and I this was funny like like when like we you and I are almost in semi off and on contact throughout SDCC weekend like a bit here a bit there mm-hmm. and I saw the Inhumans trailer a little bit later because I want to get that out of the way now because this is probably the most snarky you and I will get I'll probably be snarkier than you because I was. Yeah. Ooh, I saw that that Inhumans trailer, man. That the the, the new trailer, man. Yeah, it's um, it's rough. It's a little it's, um, it's rough, and that's not a pun on 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 the dog. No, no, it's not. <laughs> it's rough. It's it's we, this is like. Uh, I mean, I, I can't, I can't get my head around it. And this is, and I don't want to be. You're right. I don't want to talk. I don't want to sit here and talk bad about anything which is kind of why we, we want to gloss over secret empire a little bit as well because there's a lot of issues that you don't need to read and similarly yeah. within humans like i don't want to sit here and blast it because that's that's not the kind of podcast that we are you know we there are other shows that you can go to that are much funnier at putting putting things on blast than we will be exactly we're, we're not as good at it we can we can do it but we're not as good at it it's <laughs> yeah, exactly. i mean we could we could i mean i'm I've done it. It's it's not. I it, it could be funny to see how cranky Wesley can get for about five. How cranky I can get for about a few minutes. But you know, hey. But still, I mean, like this is the Inhuman thing will probably be the crankiest we get because that was that Inhuman. I mean, here's the thing. I saw that trailer, and the, it's like the the first trailer. It pretty much stayed the same. It's like okay, Lockjaw looks great. Mm-hmm. I mean. Here's the thing, like, <laughs> That's it. and then, and then, it, and then it goes into this sort of cycle of, oh, oh dear, oh dear. I mean, yeah. the same guy, the same person who did who did the the first season of Iron Fist, Scott Buck, is the one who's behind Inhumans for Marvel. Okay, and Iron Fist is um a mixed experience. It's not. I can't say Iron Fist was bad in the end, mm. but it was, it's not, it's a very, it's a very unique experience of a TV show. <laughs> I, I, I would, I can't say it's bad, but it's definitely one of those shows where I'm like, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I've not, yeah, I've not seen Iron Fist yet. I, I mean, I, I, I might be why I'm a little cold on Defenders, but we'll talk about that in a minute. But yeah, um, I, I, definitely, I would tell you. Watch Iron Fist at some point. Mm. Like, I would tell you to watch the first 
first episode, second episode's rough. Oh, dear lord, that... There's reasons why it's rough. Um, I... Maybe... Like, if you want, like, a quick blast, like, maybe in, like, the last few episodes. Because mm-hmm. there's one really weird episode that's directed by the RZA that... Okay. Have you, watched, have you ever have you ever seen the movie Man the Iron Fist? Man Man with the Iron Fist? Uh no. Is that um It's a it's a movie Rita actually I, he he worked on that movie and he also did but and it's a really cool martial arts flick. Oh okay. Really cool looking. And Rita directed one of the episodes of Iron Fist. The episode that has like a lot of martial arts, a lot of big old action and whoo it's it's it's, it's, an, it's not and it's a really weird i'm like oh, this is the guy who did Trinity the iron fist how the hell could what oh it's and not good I, it was a weird it's not bad it was just like oh that's could be bad. and then by by the last i would say four episodes it gets really on because claire pops up in a little bit more mm-hmm. and rosario dawson makes everything oh, better awesome. And always awesome. Always does. She does. She's she pops up a little bit of Iron Fist, and she does make everything better. And then there's a lot of really other cool things. Like okay, it this is ultimately was a worthwhile experience, but it was a weird experience. But mm-hmm. and a lot of people who haven't watched Iron Fist, like whenever they hear the word Scott Buck's in charge of all some Inhumans, they all went a little bit like, oh no, oh okay. no. And so people were expecting this then. Iron, people who'd watched Iron Fist were kind of going into Inhumans thinking, yeah, there's not a great precedent set to start with. It, yeah, and it and it definitely has kind of like a cheapness. And it does, but there's there's people who are involved, and it's like one of those oh, and they're gonna put this, and that's the thing I want to go back on is they're putting this on an IMAX screen, and this is gonna be rough. Though yeah, the, the guy who plays Maximus, the biggest you can you can see with your eyes and it's gonna be even bigger than it looked on my phone and it looked bad on my phone um, i saw it on my phone i saw it and then yeah. i saw it on my computer and then and then i'm like and i'm like waiting for the day I, if this ended up popping up in a trailer i'd be like oh lord i i don't want this to pop up in a movie theater before they put it on the actual screen because that that would be bad yeah, I mean, it's expensive. IMAX cinema is expensive. I think I can't, I can't get the logic of it because, as well, remember when they compared it to Game of Thrones? Remember when they said this show was like a, a yeah. Marvel Game of Thrones? Yeah, that's what Fraction was going to do within humanity was make yeah. it a Game of Thrones style universe, and then Marvel shot that the heck and yeah. back, but. Now they're and doing that, what Fraction was wanting to do, which was make it a Game of Thrones sort of. I can't imagine Fraction wanted to do this. Do you know no, what I mean? Like this, this. Is not like this is not what he had in mind. This is not what he had in mind. Like, Surely not. No, not like this. This is. I mean, though. Yeah, like, the it, one it, thing we don't, we don't want to bash it. We don't want to bash it, but still. I. I mean, like. Go on. What were you going to say? The one, the guy who plays Maximus. What? Hmm. What's his? The guy who plays the, Maximus? The actor, the actor, he played Ramsey Bolton in Game of Thrones. Yeah, well. I can't... But he's good. Like, so far, he's like... Like, the bits he's seen, I've seen of his things that he's in. I'm like, oh, that's cool. He's good. I, th- I think he's, he's thrown far. himself into it. Yeah. He's fine. 
Anson Mount, his character can chew the scenery as well. So like he's a very kind of he can he can lean into the cheese a little bit, can't he? With, he can with lean the, into the cheese. Yeah, you and Rion. Yeah. Yeah, it's you and Rion. He'll he'll be probably he'll honestly be the thing that will probably save this series for a lot of people. I mean, he he can only do so much as well. No, he can't can be really. Poor man. I mean, he can he can he can act with the best of them. And I think this is I've said on Twitter. It feels to me a bit like Roger Corman's Fantastic Four. It has that kind what? of look. What? It has that kind of look. Oh and I'm not gosh. saying that that's got that's got a cult following now. And I I can only imagine this is going to have that same kind of cult following in years to come. You're going to look back and you're going to think, oh wow, they made it. They made it. They actually made that. Um, it it's so strange. Oh, that documentary on it. Strange. Yeah, the the um, yeah, I've only seen like um, I don't think I've even watched the movie. You can watch the movie. I think you might even be able to watch the whole thing on YouTube. You can. Um, It's out there. It's it's out there. Find it. But this, I'm sure there's, you know, there's more to this. But I just feel as though the costume design is wrong. Uh, it feels very uh, cheap, like parody. Um, Medusa's hair is possibly the worst part about it all. Medusa, I mean... full stop. That the look of Medusa, and I don't know the actress. I'm sure she's awesome, um, and I'm sure you know, given the right situation, she could. Do better, but the the dress that she's in looks looks cheap. The the CGI for the hair is bad. So like, I can only imagine that's expensive as well. Which is why that they they, they're not going to use it every day. They're not going to use it every every shit every you know every episode. So yeah, you know, I I always imagine Medusa like in the comics. I always imagine her looking constantly like she's underwater. Like mm-hmm. her hair is like kind of floating around her, and she kind of walks through rooms, and the hair like kind of wafts in an unnatural way. But they can they can't do that. They can't recreate that because that'll be hella expensive. So she's always going to walk around with normal hair. It's just bright red and long. And in that case, like what what difference is she? And the main character is, or you know, I don't know whether he is the main character, but certainly one of the main characters, Black Bolt. He's, he is he's like one of the main characters and yeah. and he's going to be quiet all the time. He's going to he's not going to have anything to say. And when he, yeah. and, and they're going to they've already te- already teased it in the trailer that he's going to kind of you know grunt and cars explode. So it's like we're constantly going to be waiting for him to say something. And so like, you know, the end of the first series is he going to speak at the end of the first series? Is he going to do it at the end of the second series? You yeah. know, that's going to be their big big moment. So his character is based around you know, is he gonna? Is he gonna speak? Is he gonna speak? And that, that's part of him anyway. You know, it's part of that's part of the character anyway. And I'm not a huge Inhumans fan, so I'm not the best person to speak to about this. But at the same time, I think even if you know, even if you like love the Inhumans or hate the Inhumans, you can't see that trailer. Surely you can't see that trailer and go, "This looks amazing." The best you can think is, hopefully, it will be better than this. And the first two episodes are as the first things. The first two episodes are going to be on IMAX, mm-hmm. and yeah. and that's they're going to try to put the money into. So you you know, there's going to be a little a touch, 
on the nerve side where you think, um, so, these two have to are working on they put the money into because they'll be on IMAX. Oh my sweet lord, what's the rest of the series going to look like? Yeah, and the trailer's meant to have the best bit, not the best bits, but like, it's meant to show it off, isn't it? Yeah. This, and, I mean, it's like, that was like, I, I think my, I think one of the comments I said, I, yeah, I said it to you, actually, I was like, uh, I think they put all their money in the lockjaw. Yeah. I, I think, think they, they put, did. He looks fine. He looks he fine. Looks, Lockjaw looks great. Looks like a big, he's a precious big puppy and everyone dog. should love him. Yeah. But like, is, is if he's going to be like a fan favorite character, he's going to have to be in every episode as well. And if he's expensive, <laughs> he's not going to be. <laughs> you, there's a, there's a, there's an episode. I like, I like the references sort of stuff. Like an episode of, um, there's an episode of Supergirl that came on, that came on last, came on last season. And when it was just on, just, just not too long after it got on the CW. And Lynn, and, and it was the episode where Linda Carter appeared as the president of the United States. And she mm-hmm. said, the Martian Manhunter, she said, like, she said, John, she said, hey, it's like, why aren't you, like, you should, why don't you live out in the open as a Martian? And, and the first thing I said, and, there, and I, I like the show's reason, like, blah, blah, blah. I like living as a human, blah, 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 blah. Me, I'm like, it would break their budget in a week. If they had him <laughs> yeah. as the Martian Manhunter all the time. It's like, yeah. hey, every time he transforms, it's like, there goes the budget. There goes the budget. Well, he's transformed. They have to spend more money there. And yeah. and then, like, Lockjaw, I'm like, oh, good lord. They have him in every episode. I'm, I, I'm like, seeing that budget for that show go, like, the dollar going, ching, 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 ching. I'm like, oh, good yeah. lord, this show I can better have a massive budget. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine them creating some kind of uh, magic in humans, like uh, like leash that when they put it on him, it turns him or like turns him into a regular dog, or like kind of make it gives him the appearance of a regular bulldog. Got to do something um, for you know so that humans only see like a real live dog when they look at him, and exactly. then they can just replace him with a real dog because that's, that's going to be easier on the budget. Um, and their budget in a week <laughs> because like Lockjaw's awesome, but I don't want to. I don't want it to be. I don't want him to be at the expense of the rest of the show. Yeah, you know, so, it already know. looks fairly cheap outside of Lockjaw, and and then it's and then everything else is like, oh, oh, yeah. this looks rough, guys. And if this ends so, up becoming like some weird cult classic, like Roger Corman's Fantastic Four, like you said. I will laugh my... I'll be like, Matt, you called it, man. You called it, <laughs> brother. You, you, you heard it. it here first. You yeah. heard it here first. 2017, man. Yeah. Humans so, keep the cult classic. <laughs> so based on that trailer, based on that trailer alone, is it a hit for you or is it a miss? Oh, Lord. I don't even know at this point. I It's a, it's a miss, and it's probably the thing I've been the snarkiest about possibly mm. ever. With It might be the only I mean, miss I have me, been... It's rough. It was rough. I mean, yeah. it was. I mean, and, but here's what's interesting. Like the interesting bits about, but going on to a cool bit, and we're gonna go into the comics section for a minute here because this is going. Yeah. The coolest project I saw Marvel announce at Comic Con, that was just so freaking neat. Mm-hmm. I never would have thought, like the guy, the guy who did the hip hop, did Hip Hop Family Tree, Ed Piscor, is going to do 
a a series it's a uh, that's going to be that's going to be telling that's going to be telling the take the take the first 280 X-Men comics from 1970 from that from September 1983 to September 1991 and this and then basically make them into and a cohesive story. And I went, yeah. I can't believe it. X-Men I, Grand Design, isn't it? This is the craziest, coolest thing I have ever heard. If they can, if anyone can streamline this and make it a really cool story, that's awesome. Yeah. That is the coolest little thing I have ever Because So did he say the first 280 issues? Of the, it's, it's, it's the... I think it's like mainly he's going to focus on. He's let's see. It looks like he's doing the X Men Grant. It's basically it's it's various X Men. So it's pretty much. I think it's all of Claremont's run. Ah, uh, okay. From what I was reading, yeah, from what from what I can tell, because when he, they they don't make it clear enough, and that's a little frustrating to me. But yeah, I don't remember anything about the first. The, what issues it was specifically covering, but I just like remember seeing that, um, seeing that art and seeing Ed Pisco's style. And Hip Hop Family Tree is fantastic. Like I've not read it all, but I've started. Uh, you know, I read the first, uh, the first volume of it, and it's um, it's fantastic uh, in its detail. It's like a, it's like a historical graphic memoir of you know that genre. And to to find that to find out that Marvel are, you know, this isn't like a vanity project. This isn't like a kind of a solo independent work that he's doing on his own. This is fully funded and endorsed and created, released by Marvel Comics. This kind of uh, graphical, like biography almost of the X Men, or it feels like that's that's what they're going for with it anyway. By looking at the looking at the covers. Ooh, um I I found something Matt. It's a Oh. It's in it's um it's in it's Grant X-Men Grant I actually found it on Ed Piscor's Twitter and it's ah, like okay. X-Men Grand Design is a trilogy of two 40-page issue arcs, three books in 3 years. Wow. September and January for a first arc and then April for a book. Okay. Dang. So is it a monthly series, or is it? You say it's like it sounds like from it sounds like, it's like a, kind of like a like a court. It sounds like it's almost like like well, a, a yeah. trilogy of. I'm gonna. Be, it doesn't really make it clear how they're setting it up, but that's like insane. So take the it, first two hundred okay. X Men comics. All the issues from September nineteen. It says it's um. Let me see. It's the only company covering the first. So oh, it's going through. Okay, they don't really make, they didn't make clear in the Gizmodo bit I was reading, but mm. oh, okay, cool. It's covering the first thirty years of X Men comics. So he's taking it through. He's taking it through the Claremont era. Okay. Yeah, which makes so sense because that's like the biggest kind of. So um, he's doing. So he's doing that from beginning to the beginning to into the to uh, and to through the Claremont. Oh my lord, that man is in for a ride. Yeah, and he wow. says on his Twitter he's been working on this in secret for the past year and a half, seven days a week. That's like, insane. This, 
even the covers the covers alone are like uh nothing oh. i've ever seen from x-men they're gorgeous they're worth looking up looking up look at yeah, um, look this up y'all this is neat absolutely fantastic so yeah that was that was a huge marvel win for me that was definitely that, like you know that's that was a brilliant get for marvel it's, um it's cool it's yeah. and the thing about it is like marvel has been in need of more books that that you can go that you can go to as a fan and say and someone says hey i'd like to get i'd like to check out x-men what what would you think what would be a cool book and be like here have this Mm. And this feels like a book that actually streamlined the history of the X Men. Yeah, it could it could streamline the X Men. It is a great kind of um, potentially like a great like coffee table book, like a graphic kind of uh, memoir of the X Men. And then um, it also as a it feels like it could reinvigorate the franchise from an angle that they they rarely touch on, which is this kind of. Uh, hit of nostalgia and I know that they're like they're always going for that with their like you know and even like the whole legacy thing has the tinge of nostalgia to it exactly but this feels as though it's it's tackling X-Men in a way that they've not done before which is trying to appeal to this concept of the X-Men as a as a symbolic uh, like entity rather than either trying to you know, trying to recapture like Claremont. You know, instead they're actually taking a different angle and going like, "Yeah, this is, you know, this is their history. This is this is actual legacy. This is what the X Men ha- have mm-hmm. have become over, you know, God knows thirty thirty uh, not thirty three hundred odd issues." Um. So yeah, it's it's really exciting, and, and I wasn't I wasn't expecting it, and it feels like a um. I was you know uh, tweeting with a few people about it, and it feels like it's kind of one of those announcements that is a few people's wish list like you think oh yeah sure I'd like ed pisker to do uh, a, a series of, of x-men of hip-hop you know family tree style x-men issues and you're like oh yeah 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 that'd be a great wish list but it never would never happen and it actually is happening so it's, it's really cool very exciting gonna make and it's gonna make marvel i mean if this isn't if marvel does this right and does this like promotes this right this thing should be huge. Yeah, this it, it should, should be, be huge. By all rights, it should great. be. It should be fantastic. It should win, you know, win awards. It should. It's. It's got Eisner written all over it. Um, as far as I'm concerned, absolutely. So yeah. Um. So moving on, then we'll, we've got a lot to cover. Uh, the 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 other Marvel comics announcement that I was really pleased with uh, was uh, Donny Cates has signed exclusively um, to Marvel. He's the That's writer behind. Uh, behind God Country and behind Baby Teeth uh, and Rednecks, and he's um, his partner on God Country, um, Jeff Shaw. Uh, they're partnering up again um, for Marvel to write to take over the new Thanos series, moving into Legacy. And that's to me that was one of that was up there with Ed Piscor's uh, X Men Grand Design for kind of the comics the biggest comics news coming out of San Diego Comic-Con because I love God Country. It's one of the books of the year for me. Um, Absolutely fantastic series. Six issues. If you have not read it, absolutely recommend it. And the fact that they're going to be covering Thanos or Thanos um, is, is huge. And they're going to make, they're going to make that feel as epic as it needs to be. And especially when uh, Infinity War is going to be shining a light on that character more than ever before it's a great time to be taking over that book 
that yeah it's gonna be interesting to see like what they do with it and how and how this book goes over because infinity war hype is real right now it, it oh is, yeah we we are here we are in infinity war hype mode and yeah getting and getting them loose on a book like if they get at least a good like if they're planning to keep them on for at least six months to a year and they get to be around in the midst of as they start getting infinity war like marketing machine ready whoa that dan's yeah. gonna have a spotlight on it like it seems like marvel's dedicated to keeping it around so they they want to make sure that that book's around for when infinity war is ready to go so yeah absolutely so yeah, that's, that's great news for both of those creators. It's, it's yeah. fantastic. Talking of Infinity War, shall we talk about the trailer? Have we? Oh, both, yes. We've both we've both seen it. We've both seen it. It's out there. Like Newsarama has uh, shared. Everybody's done something on it. I mean, if put it this way, every comic site on almost every comic site or pop, and you name it, someone says something about the trailer. And thing is, this is what's funny. I like how I found it. I did not. It's funny. Like in past years, there'd be stuff that I would hunt for to see. Like, like I actually used to hunt, I hunted for the Deadpool footage. I hunted for bits of meat. This day, I just said, eh, "I'll just wait for whenever it, it comes out." I had people posting the dang potato cam trailer on my Facebook, <laughs> like on my freaking Facebook page. Before, I'm like, so well, it's here. Screw it. Click. And yeah. I just sat back and watched the show, and cause, and it's funny because there were some people I was talking. I was in I was at my uh, half price books earlier today, and like I was just there for and and I was talking with a couple people there, and they're like, "Yeah, I saw the potato cam trailer," and everybody like oh, and she and she was like, and the and the girl at the rest, she was like, "What? There? I want to see it," and it's like it's out there, and and we were like. And if I if I would have if, if I would have had to go, I'm like, man, I would I, I would have like been like, here, go watch. Here's the trailer. I think mm. I'm breaking you about a thousand rules at your job here, but here, here's the trailer because <laughs> everyone has, when people heard this trailer actually is out there because it's gonna get pulled down. Yeah, I, I'm amazed it's... it wasn't pulled down. Like, but but it's out there. I think I think almost the Marvel Disney machine sort of like, you know, if I was them. I just would release the footage officially and be done with it. I mean, yes, it might. It doesn't because it doesn't. The thing about the trailer, it doesn't spoil anything for any upcoming movies. Doesn't spoil anything for anything. Like it just hmm. it basically gives you a glimpse into the future, but stuff yeah, that you didn't knew that. It. Yeah, I think like for us who follow that kind of news, it doesn't it doesn't break anything because you know we know. We know that everyone's going to be in it. We know that all of the major characters have got to have got to make an appearance. Like I'm, I showed it to my wife, and um, and her her first reaction was, "Wait, is this?" Because she saw Thor's short hair, and so she was like, "Is this after Ragnarok?" And I was like, uh, "Yeah, it's coming out in you know 2019." And she was like, "Oh, so we know that Thor and Loki are fine after Ragnarok." And I was like, "Yeah, I guess I guess you know if you don't if you don't think about it like that, then." You know, because I mean, I knew we we knew that you know Chris Hemsworth and Tom Hiddleston they're on board for Infinity War. We've known that for God knows uh, probably a year now, if not yeah. more. Um, but for someone you know casual that enjoys the movies like my wife does, you know, she was just a bit like, oh, so it's 
I know I know that they're both going to be fine after Ragnarok you know and so and so yeah like I feel I can understand Marvel's pain in the sense that they you know the it, it bites into not only Ragnarok but there's there's Black Panther to come as well um, it bites into both of those movies really by going yeah yeah these are coming out but also look at this massive one that's on the way you know whereas something like Justice League is fine because that's the next movie yeah. whereas Infinity War is a good is a good bit away yet um, and I imagine they're still trying to ride the the crest of the homecoming wave as well so they've got like potentially three movies that would be pushed aside you know in order to see it's homecoming ragnarok and then black panther Mm -hmm. and and then i think that's it isn't it isn't it infinity war straight after black panther or yeah and then it get and then because my word that because that's what was but what was neat about it is they didn't, the, the Black Panther footage never leaked though, because they did show, say they showed some Black Panther footage that people really liked. And I was expecting either it to be leaked or I was expecting it to be official or I was expecting to see more Black Panther than I did Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Because I know Thor Ragnarok's next, but I was kind of thinking right, well we've seen a good chunk of that now, whereas we've only seen a little bit of Black Panther. We've probably seen the same of both before this Thor Ragnarok trailer, but but anyway, Infinity War, what did you think of the trailer? Holy crap, that was crazy. That <laughs> that was neat. I'm not it's even like going to kid you. That was neat. Like I like I that was neat. I I really like that. That was a cool trailer. I mean, it hit all the right buttons. I mean, I mean it it's set up like it's setting up like how like the guardians are gonna like how the guard how the guardians get involved how Thor gets into this how the Avengers are in and how everybody's being being put into play and yeah. it was it did everything it needed to do I mean he's like Spider they showed Spider Man's involvement in it they showed Iron Man I mean I was like that's really cool all I mean it's like it just it worked it hit all the right buttons for me and it worked and I love yeah. that they're I'm just some. It's kind of like one of those crazy superhero event movies. Like it's like the superhero event movie of all superhero event movies. Like if this is if this trailer's any indication of what of what we're going to see down the line, holy that mm. Marvel Marvel gonna be making some money. Marvel's gonna be like like if any movie's gonna be going up against it that weekend, don't. Marvel, the mouse Sorry. owns that weekend. The mouse owns yeah. that first weekend. That is theirs. That that is their weekend. I mean, it's insane. The the I think it's achieving it's achieving something that wasn't achieved with Age of Ultron, which is this idea yeah. of, of bringing everyone together. Like the first Avengers movie was awesome because all these characters that were in separate movies were brought together in one big movie and so but now because of age of ultron because of civil war um we're, we're used to seeing these characters interact however there's still a bunch of characters that are all separate and so like they've created these new franchises like spider-man like guardians of the galaxy like doctor strange like black mm-hmm. panther and we get to then like this new avengers movie does all that again and brings them all back together again and it raises the stakes in an awesome way it's something that we've known is coming since the first avengers movie so like the the tra- the teaser at the end of the credits for avengers number 1 which came out in 2012 is you know so that's 
that's five years away, six years away, or be seven years away when the movie comes out. That's insane. A little bit here, a little bit of Thanos here, a little bit of Thanos there, a little bit, yeah. little bit, and then and then suddenly they start showing when they start when they have that lap. Which I can't remember which movie it was, but like Thanos, like ah, oh, screw it, handle it myself. Yeah, yeah, and that was oh, yeah, that was at the end of Thor or Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't know. I think it was the first Guardian. I think, think. Yeah, it was the first Guardians. Yeah, because again, it's like screw out to handle myself, and now it's like now Thanos has been kind of working in the shadows almost, like doing mm. little bits of stuff, and now it's like oh, 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 this is where we get to see all the different stuff that Thanos has been up to. I mean, yeah. and by the way, isn't it kind of cool? Isn't it really cool that some like. Some of these people that are that are involved in these movies have now, as time has gone on, to have like their careers have like skyrocketed. Freaking Bandit Cumberbatch, man. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's like here's Bandit Cumberbatch and here's Martin Freeman, two people from Sherlock who yes, had, had yeah, really yeah. through doing solid, doing some nice little roles here and there, and then they end up in Marvel movies. Bendick doing being Doctor Stephen freaking Strange and Martin Freeman yeah. and Ever and Everett Ross and Everett Ross's movie is pretty much like once he hits Black Panther, it's, he's, he's going to be part of Black Panther and mm. he's not headlining, but he's part of the big universe and yeah, he's already guys, in the trailer, which is guys, uh, which is unusual. Their careers have skyrocketed. I mean, it's someone that it's, I remember someone said about. I mean, I think it was I think it was Moffat who said it, he said like, is there going to be any more Sherlock? Like, no. Not no, it's done because <laughs> it probably is, and it's like yeah, that it's done. It, yeah. it, it, it's, it ended it's done. in like kind of a good way, you know. Well, they ended it in a fashion that could be the finale as well. I yeah. think they knew what they were doing with it. Um, but um, but yeah, let's let's keep moving on. Um, yeah. stick with Marvel. Thor Ragnarok. What did you oh think of that trailer? God. That <laughs> I love that trailer so much. I, I brilliant. I am a. I am an unabashed Thor, like I, I've been. I've been a fan of Thor for eons. Like even, even when it's like I wasn't huge in the comic, I always did like Thor. I always got a kick. I always loved the design of Thor. Like like Thor like, for in any iteration. Like as Jane Jane Foster's Thor, um, Thor any Thor iterations. Like I've always loved the general idea, and I love like Thor Ragnarok is probably the most bonkers thing. Like. Like, this is so, like, Marvel's just, like, the people, like, everyone, like, this is so, like, Marvel's just going, hey, y'all working on Ragnarok? Yeah. Y'all want to go nuts, just make this the most Jack Kirby Wonderland ever? Seriously? It is, it is Jack Kirby Wonderland. It's yeah, Jack exactly Kirby. It is. It's Jack Kirby mixed in with the Walt Simonson Thor and just insanity fuel. And it's beautiful. I mean, it's like, when I see Hulk going up against freaking... The freaking ah, uh, like I'm blanking on oh, fire Surtur, giant. Oh, the um, uh, yeah, Surtur, the fire giant. Surtur, thank you. I blanked. Every, <laughs> everyone's gonna give me crap for that later, but I don't care. I blanked, but yeah, I I saw Surtur. I was like, holy crap! Hulk gonna go fight up against Surtur. The fr- oh, f- okay, that's yeah. awesome. And then, and I love how they're kind of, and I love how they're kind of doing this. I mean, it's like Valk. I mean, if they. Here's the neat thing, like Spider-Man Homecoming, Vulture, Michael Keaton, awesome as Vulture, love him, mm-hmm. loved him as a villain, and then Kate Blanchett as freaking, as freaking Hella, and 
if we're going to get two awesome villains in, in one Marvel movie cycle in one year, this is cool. She she looks amazing. She looks... Like she's ah! got like 20 different looks in that one trailer alone. It's <laughs> Yeah, it's awesome. She looks awesome. She looks great. I mean, she... Thor making his own like mini Avengers squad with like Valkyrie and Loki and Hulk. <laughs> it's, it's awesome. It's going to be cool. I mean... And like the design of it is just awesome as well like the the kind of the 80s video game like kind of yeah. feel to the to the to the logo to the music choices to the it's like, colorful the it's very like, bright it's through very into fun. into asgard is amazing so it's gonna i be, love the look of asgard I, looks, yeah sorry valkyrie i love the valkyrie look ah uh, like yeah. i like how new valkyrie jeff goldblum looks like i just got <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I can't wait to see how they, how Jeff Goldblum handles being the game. Like, he's going to be Jeff Goldblum. He's just going to I always think it's just going to be Jeff Goldblum going, so do I have lines? Like, like, he has lines, right? Yeah. I think he's really going to follow them. No. <laughs> no. I feel like he, I, I feel like he bought his own clothes in as well. I feel like they've not <laughs> given him grand, like Grandmaster clothes. They've just gone right. yeah he's good he's he, good. that's what he wears that's what he wears bring him in yeah yeah so uh, so thor ragnarok was really cool now um the other major one was justice league oh so my that justice league trailer we finally got to see like four minutes of that was a busy was weekend trailer. man just yeah, busy we're not even not even halfway there the justice league that was cool I, I really like because they show they also show tra- they also show footage of Aquaman, and I wish uh, yeah we, we didn't get to see that yeah I really wish we could have gotten to see that but I know they're really I know they're fairly early on Aquaman so I'm not I'm not entirely sur- I, I'm actually legit surprised that that didn't potato cam leak but mm. I almost bet Warner Brothers was like like. In this potato cam leak, but I'm actually yeah. a surprised. But hey, um, but I'm impressed. But I actually can't. I actually really want to see when they get this Aquaman. But, but, but they've done. I love what they did with this trailer. One, as I, as I told you, I, I said they pushed Wonder Woman hard, and I like that because because if they could confirm, they confirmed the no-brainer sequel already, Wonder Woman two. They've confirmed that the ultimate no-brainer of the century that yeah yeah and wonder woman got a more bigger push in the trailer like she already got a pretty good push in the first in the first trailer just sleep she got a really big push in yeah in the second i mean you can't like, blame him oh no not at all i love it yeah. i love it the first trailer was like oh it, it here's batman he's putting a team together but then since that trailer's been and gone you know we've we've had wonder woman and she's the biggest biggest movie of the year biggest movie of the summer certainly mm-hmm. and they're suddenly realizing that yeah batman versus superman was you know seen was it's made its money obviously but like it's seen by many as a bit of a flop like kind of critically yeah. uh, and yet wonder woman is is you know storming the charts everyone loves it it's this you know it's a fantastic film and so they're thinking right well maybe batman's not the biggest pull maybe wonder woman's the pull and so they put her front and center and rightly so as well you know i think she's you know, Gal Gadot's storming ahead with that. It's it, she's like owning that character. So I think it's um, 
it's worked really in their favor and like some of the others are great as well i think aquaman was probably my my favorite oh, i love you know, aquaman out of the trailer i thought he was really cool i think he's gonna you know he the the actor who plays him is gonna uh, jason my mother he he he's, loves it he's clearly reveling in being aquaman he's right? having fun he's I, having a blast he's ha- but what's really neat as i i notice it is this trailer also shows and really they gave cyborg and flash really cool moments yeah, and this yeah, is the first trailer I went. Scenes. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. If you're yeah. into either of those characters, you're you're rewarded with something, can't you? Which is quite cool. Like Ezra Miller's doing well with with his flash bits he's been giving, and yeah. oh, yeah. now I need to look up the cyborg. Like you, because I yeah. want, I don't want him. Thank you, because Ray Fisher. Yeah, Ray Fisher as cyborg. Ray Fisher. I like. I like I actually liked his entrance for the Comic Con panel because he came in he was like in his like in in his general gear and then he ripped it off and he put an I Heart ZS and his I Heart Zack Snyder shirt. Oh, nice! I went, oh Ray, that's cool, man. You're cool. You're a good guy. <laughs> that's and funny, you're yeah. a cool guy. And then Ezra came to the freaky panel dressed up as the lead character from Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah, dressed up as Ed El- Edward Elric. Yeah, that's so I was weird. Like, what? <laughs> Fair hey, play to him. I Fair like play to get into the Comic Con spirit. You're cool. I mean, really, it's kind of it's kind of neat to see that this. There, you could tell. I'm like, man, it's like Wonder Woman. Like the success of Wonder Woman has made the hype, has made the excitement for Justice League that much more. Like, mm-hmm. like for every person, like, I'm just like, cause that was that's this is another. I, I like the trailer. I saw like that's cool. This trailer, whole. I mean. Aquaman rides a parademon. Yes, through a building. Aquaman rides a parademon. Yeah, dude, y- y'all, y'all, y'all. Yeah. Okay, I'm I'm more excited for the movie after seeing this trailer than I was before I saw the trailer, and I, that's, I, so that's you know trailer's I done its job. Say this: one seven will says the words no Kryptonians, no lanterns. So no lanterns, yeah. So no the lanterns, green lanterns, which and, is very cool, and also. Cyborg transforms a freaking it starts takes over the Batmobile. And That's and Jeremy cool. Irons as Alfred goes, Wait, who are you? <laughs> and Do I know you? Do I know you? And the and the bet and of course, Aquaman rides a parademon. People. Yeah. If if you can't go a little bit outside of your of your cynical fan per, fan person self and go, Aquaman rode a parademon. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, and if you think and and if you start getting like oh it's like dude y'all that's that's just cool I don't care who you're, that is freaking awesome. I feel like I mean, they're channeling. I feel like they're channeling the spirit of fun from the Avengers from Guardians are. of the Galaxy, I mean, and that's that's got to be a good thing. They're they're listening. They're listening to what people want, and they're listening to the kind of things that are successful. The only it, thing I will say was Suicide Squad tried to do that as well, and that didn't turn out so great. It, but I'm hoping the that one this will be suicide. better. Yeah, Suicide Squad was is a very messy movie. Like I always know, I it's one of those things where like the first movie I've ever I like I always know I like Suicide Squad, but I always had to say but like but <laughs> I was like I know that movie has issues like and yeah. flaws and all sorts of crap, but I had a good time with Suicide Squad, but. Like, Wonder Woman was the first movie I actually said, out of, like, the DC stuff, was like, yeah, I liked it. No, I liked it. 
Hmm. I really like this. And Justice League seems to have that potential of being that level of yes, yes, please. Just you, you're you're getting this looks really cool. You guys are you guys are rocking and rolling with this. Just yeah. keep it going, man. This looks really cool. So sticking with DC, then move on to DC Comics. Some of the DC Comics Holy crap, that, son. Were, that were coming out. There's some great things. I mean, say I'm going to say it. The best. <laughs> the biggest trolls I've ever seen Thank from you. DC Comics is the <laughs> the terrifics. I cannot <laughs> I believe. I cannot believe a that they're doing it. Like that they're doing it is fine. You know, it's it, you know you could you could draw your own comparisons. You know, instantly people were like, yeah, there's there's four members. There's you know there's a there's a there's Metamorpho um, that can you know is basically the big heavy hitter. There's, uh, you know, there's a smart guy. There's an invisible girl. You know, it's obvious where they're going with it. It's, but then you yeah, think, well, they're not, they're not gonna, you know, and Plastic Man, yeah, plastic which is man, like um, Mr. Terrific. Um, and you think, okay, they're, they're, the comparison's there, but they're gonna be delicate about it. No, no, they straight out, straight flat out tell you, yeah, this is the Fantastic Four. Uh, we're doing it because Marvel's not doing it, and it's. Unbelievable! Not even being the way that they're trolling it. They're not even being coy. The, Doc, no, not even the Jeff Lemire and Doc Shanner aren't even being coy. They're just like, this, yeah, it's our task four. It's just, it's like, it's like, and here's the funny, here's the neat thing is they got Lemire back at DC. Yeah, which was real, and because Marvel, Marvel screwed the pooch with Lemire. They, they, wow. They really did not use him as well as they should have, but by golly, like DC gets him back and they go, here, have you need to do a Hawkman series. You need to go do a Hawkman series that's going to lead, probably going to end up leading to an ongoing. Here, have our Fantastic Four thing we're going to do. Have fun. Go go nuts. Go, go nuts with this. And, like, and so I'm like... Was, um... Yeah, it was it was Doc Shayner that that tweeted yeah, saying, um, "I love the look of this series. It's going to be fantastic. I love the fact that they they've actually used they they used Fantastic Four like Stan and Jack's Fantastic Four as a major influence for the series. Um, so it's it's Jeff Lemire is going to be writing it. They've got Ivan Rice is going to be doing the art. Ivan Rice, sorry, Doc Shayner did uh, avatars for it though. Yeah, but I think Doc Shayner is going to be doing every alternate arc. So I think oh, Ivan cool. Rice and Doc Shayner are going to be or, or Doc Shane is definitely doing the second arc. So whether they alternate or whether they jump on for the first two and then it, it rotates to someone else, Ooh, I don't know. But cool. um, I didn't catch that, that. That's that's the vibe they're going for. That's the feel. That's the look they're going for. Yes. That's the the style of it. That's the spirit of fun. I mean, I love Metamorpho anyway. Plastic Man, amazing. Mister Terrific. Um, and who's the female character? Um. Oh, hang on. I can look this up really fast. I don't. The only that's the only one I'm not. Oh, well, I don't really know much about any of them really but i know enough about plastic man i know enough about mr terrific from you know only really from the new 52 which is um you know probably a bit of a crime for mr terrific fans yeah, this is hilarious um, i'm actually using guest of the show kieran kieran shots uh cbr oh yeah 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 uh phantom girl thank you phantom girl that was it I'm actually um, using this yeah, article for, to, for that quick reminder. So, oh yeah, I mean, Thanks, Kieran Shiak. If you've not been following him, and he's, uh, I tweeted at him Kieran the other day because he's he's doing some 
fantastic articles. He, he worked. He writes for he writes for Guardian. He writes for CBR. Like fantastic stuff. So really good. And um, but yeah, they're they have teas. I mean, yeah, they have, they yeah, have yeah, I can imagine there's going to be, like, they're going to be in a Baxter building, uh, a terrific building. They're going to be uh, riding around in a terrific plane. Um, you know, I can't, I can even imagine the first villain is going to be some kind of underground, like, you know, leader of the Morlocks kind of monster. They're going to be fighting Why beasts that rise up out of the ground. That's that, I'm calling that now as well. I'm calling a lot of Fantastic Four related things this this episode, but still, um, really looking forward to that. There's also the um, Dark Justice League from Dark <laughs> Knights Metal, oh which we we've had teased, but they're basically alternate versions of Batman, but they're um, each of them embodies a different member of the Justice League. So you've got like the Dark Batman that's a Flash. You've got a dark Batman that's a Green Lantern, um, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and then you've got the Batman who laughs as well, which is like a Joker twist, but we've not seen yeah. that one yet. Um, but again, like, so, yeah, and then there's new Challenger of the Unknown. Um, I like that. Immortal Man, Damage. Uh, there's a lot of, a damage lot of back. stuff. D- damage yeah. is like my... They're bringing Damage back? That's an obscure one. Nice one, but obscure, I dig it. I mean, I, and I, I mean, a lot of it's obscure, really. You know, if you, a lot of DC fans nowadays came into DC from New Fifty Two, so all of this is is new to them. You know, Plastic Man and Metamorpho, yeah. Phantom Girl. You know, it's all going to be um, it's all going to be new to to fans and and to me as well. Like, I'm not a huge. I don't know much about them. I've been diving back into, you know, looking at old really old like kind of silver age bronze age even golden age kind of comics of the of some of these characters to see to see what's going on with them and it's that's been exciting to look through them but um but yeah really cool oh like the immortal man's in this uh immortal man oh, yeah, yeah. And, and this is all spinning out of dark knights metal this is spinning out of um dark days the casting which uh which and the metal dark series days, the forge itself. yeah the metal series metal. itself which is but and this is and this is funny. I was like, I was like, I just keep thinking about this is going to be insane. I mean, like, whatever's coming out of metal, this thing's going to go nuts. I mean, mm. and then we've got because in the midst of metal, like they they start they're starting to release more details about Doomsday Clock. Okay, yeah. Did you re- and how they're going to ta- have Doomsday Clock um... take place a year, a year, a year, a year later? So. So by so pretty much by the time Doomsday Clock finishes, the rest of the DC universe is going to catch up to ah uh, okay to the to as Doomsday Clock. So where Doomsday Clock begins is like is like a year is a year later after everything that's happened in Rebirth, after mm-hmm. everything that's happened in uh, Rebirth like that's currently going on. So it's like a year later. So it's a year ahead of everything else that's going on in DC's main continuity right now. So. But so they, it's funny how they, they said. That makes sense. And what was really what was cracking me up is they said, "Oh yeah, Doctor Manhattan's behind Reaper." Duh. We knew. <laughs> yeah, like Daniel was like, "Have we officially said that yet?" And it's like, well, obviously he is. You know, you've had 
you've had quotes from him directly in the in the issue, <laughs> but they're right. They haven't officially. They never officially announced it until now. So like it was but bizarre. I, but I like it. I I like I like kind of like what they're going with this. It's sort of like it's going to be like the watch. It's going to be like the Doctor Manhattan versus. It's basically the the Justice League fighting up against Watchmen characters mm. and Watchmen whatever Doctor Manhattan has cooked up. Yeah. And yeah, it's I mean, going to be interesting. Is that is that the end game? Yeah. Is that is Doomsday Clock kind of the the big the big thing, or is that leading into? Because I always assumed that Doomsday Clock, Jeff Johns was being really sketchy about how many issues there are going to be and how many. He said twelve. You know, it's it, going to be yeah. It it it's come out now that it's twelve issues, and that makes sense because of, of like the the face of a clock. I imagine each issue is going to count down to midnight. Oh, that's and then, but I but I kind of that in my head that means when midnight strikes something bad's going to happen so that almost implies that doomsday clock is a prelude to something else um but that's just my head so i don't know if that's if that's me making that up or if that's me in, inferring something that's not there and if well, doomsday I'm... clock is going to be the big the big watchman event on its own and then after that you know they move on from there what i'm almost thinking this is like this is sort of like phase one like this is sort of like the big step to whatever they're going to do after doomsday clock like yeah it's like a ticking it's like mm. a ticking clock and then and then setting up whatever the next series is going to be because by the time doomsday clock is wrapping up there's going to be another sdcc in between yeah yeah and that means by that time we'll know what the next big thing is i imagine and then jeff john's going to announce well here's the next thing that's going to follow doomsday clock and you're like holy crap like, I mean, we're this is gonna be wild. But the pages they like the bits of pages they showed that that at the show look pretty cool. Like the couple yeah. pages they showed that, and they're DC was and then it was funny like the it was like very cool how like they got and then they they were announcing projects left and right like Wonder Woman, Earth One Volume Two. And oh then, yeah, that's Arkham Asylum two. Arkham Asylum two's coming. There, there's so much stuff we're gonna then, miss. We're probably gonna miss announcements. But. Then the funniest one was Frank Miller and John Romita Jr. doing Superman Earth one. Superman Year one, yeah, yeah. Was it Earth one or Year one? I thought it was. It's uh, Superman Year one. Um, because it's Star, playing on oh, playing on Frank Miller's kind of, of ties with that story. Yeah. Um, I yeah, mean, you're right, they're keeping him. Um, but yeah. Superman Year One, okay. Oh Lord, I mean, Frank Miller's doing all right by them, isn't he? He's, they're keeping him in old man hats. Like, <laughs> like he's, you know, he, he's got a good hat budget. For, yeah. I, like one of my like, I'm like, I'm gonna be curious to see if they if it's just gonna be all Frank Miller writing this, or is he gonna have a co-writer working with them on it? Probably a co-writer. One of my one of my friends actually mentioned that like who's he going to have him work with him on it because if it's Frank Miller on his own, it's going to take forever. But if it's if he is working on his own, I'm like almost I was actually thinking they actually got me thinking. I'm like, huh? Are they going to have Frank Miller work on this on his own? I mean, this is going to be interesting. But like John Romita Jr. is fine. That's a good choice. I mean, you're going to have anyone do something like this. Cool. That's a good artistic choice. And but. Wow, this is like the bit of Comic Con. I I remember I've never seen, I've never seen a fan base go so polarized in about five seconds, outside of Secret Empire. But uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll but um, but no, this is one of those. I'm like everyone's like, yay, yay, DC's doing some cool stuff. Yay, yay, yay. Look at this, all these cool movies here. Yay, Superman Year One. 
Yeah, I mean, he's gonna he's gonna divide, isn't he? Really, like he he's not um, he's not backwards about coming forwards, is he, old Frank Miller? He's got like he's got his opinions, and I mean, I think it's one of those you you try and divide the the creator from the creation. Yeah, and he's but even then, like the his his books that he's bought out, you know, there's no denying that Frank Miller has. You know he's up there has as having created some of the greatest superhero comics of of all time. You know basically, you know Batman Year One was absolutely fantastic. That's the Daredevil good, yeah. stuff was amazing. Uh, you know Sin City's showing its age a bit now, but like for the time it was fantastic. Um, but then he goes and Dark Knight does. Returns the, is good. You know Dark Knight, yeah, Dark Knight Returns, amazing. Um, but then good. Dark Knight the, sec- the sequel is weird as sin. It's yeah. It has some redeeming qualities to it. It's actually not a terrible read, but it's really weird. But yeah. um, it's an but, interesting kind of historical kind of oh, artifact. But uh, Ronan, well, Ronan's yeah. underrated. I actually like Ronan. I actually like Ronan. I've um, not read Ronan. No. I've Ronan's read three hundred. I like three hundred. Ronan's worth reading. I actually like that. Um, Ronan. But lately, his stuff's not been great. You know, Dark Knight Three, The Master Race. I gave up on that because I'm just. You know, it is what I'm it is, and I'm not a huge fan of his art anymore. Like his his art style has has kind of devolved, I think. You know, and it's, it's I gone, can't even um, keep. It. I said I trade weights, my buddy. Trade weights, yeah. my pal. I think I'm just off with that as well. You probably Sheesh. get more of it, more of a kick out of it as a trade than you would do an individual issue. Yeah. Despite DC releasing like three different versions of every single issue as it came out, which is ridiculous. Uh, I, but anyway, yeah. So Superman Year One that's coming out. Um, Arkham Asylum 2 um, that's coming out which Chris is going to be Chris Burnham, Grant Morrison all about, um, Damian job. Wayne Batman from the future um, again Grant if you don't know much about that I like that. Done a good article about that you know that's that's really worth looking um, mm. so yeah it's really 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 strong announcements from DC Comics Um so, moving on, what else is there then? Some more trailers. We had um, Ready Player One, which I'm not, I don't really know much about. I still need to read the book. I mm. I have it. I just have not sat down to read it. And I'm already, I'm like, yeah, I haven't read it yet. No, I have it. I just have the book. No. It's just, I just need to read it. But it actually takes about the, the book. Mm. It takes place in Ohio, though, which, which I'll be, because it takes place in like, it takes place in Ohio. I'm like, huh? I did not realize. I'll have to check that out. Now I'm really curious cool. how they're gonna do this. But like, yeah. the trailer was weird because it was like, here's Iron Giant, here's Batman, here's all yeah, these like, them, all these characters and... like strange. Um, but uh, that was that was fine. And then moving on to TV shows. So uh, the Defenders trailer. What did you think the... of that? You know. First, to get the snarky bit out of the way, they really like hallway fights. They do like hallway fights. That's such a strange. I mean, become a strange trope for them, hasn't it? It's it's become their it's become their signature. And it's like, so what are we gonna? Where, you know, you, you know they're going to talk about a hallway fight, right? Yeah, we got to put a hallway fight in. Dang right, yeah. we do. Heck yeah, and we did not put only a hallway that, fight not in. only put it in the series, but put it in both trailers so far, which is really. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's strange, and it's riding the crest of the that fantastic Daredevil scene from the second episode, um, where like you know he he walks into that kind of 
gambling den and just beats mm-hmm. his way through the crowd, which is when everyone sat up and paid attention to the Marvel Netflix was just like, oh shit, this is this is amazing. Um, but then since then, it's kind of the you know law of diminishing returns, isn't it really? But yeah, I mean, Defender Striders I thought was fine. I mean, again, because I've not really watched much of Luke Cage and I've not watched any of Iron Fist, I kind of went into it thinking, this is fine. They're all starting to look, you know, all the shows are starting to look the same, you know, which is fine. They've got a certain style, but I'm just not sure whether it's a style on, you know, that hugely, like, it doesn't light my fire basically it doesn't light my world on fire it just kind of it is what it is and i'll i'll i think jessica jones is going to be cool in it yeah jessica jones should be really good i mean they're they were they've got they've got punisher on the way they've got iron fist season two confirmed with a different ch- person in charge of iron fist season two by the way okay and, oh, okay. and they and but defenders doesn't look too bad i mean i'm actually i'm i'm game i like i i'm very game for it. like the main reason why i watched iron fist was because well that was the only series standing between me and Defenders. I was like, screw it, might as well. Yeah, and and that was and I and it's like I was right, re- and that's what got me locked and loaded. I mean, I mean they got Electra. They mean they got Electra coming back for. It. They got Misty Knight. They got Colleen Wing in. It. They've got they've got everyone. I mean they've got almost pretty much everyone in it. So it's a jam packed eight as eight episode series. So mm, yeah, so that, it's gonna be good. Like there, there's. There's, they're going to fit a lot into it, and I've no doubt it's going to be it's going to be good. Um, whether it's going to be great or whether it's going to be amazing, I don't know, but we'll uh, we'll see. Um, Stranger Things two, are you watching Stranger Things? Did you watch the first series? Oh yeah. Okay. Hi, I'm Wesley. <laughs> I haven't seen Stranger Things. Oh, have you not? Okay, you got to get on that. You got to get on that. I need I, to. I. I. I, yeah. I will get on that because I. I fully admit I have not seen Stranger Things yet, and it's not. Wow. It's not for any particular reason. Like it's sort of. It's sort of funny. I always tell people, "Why haven't you seen this thing?" It's not for any particular reason. It's just it slips. Past, it slips by me, and there's, I. There's and I so forget. Much. There's so, so much, much these days. There's TV, movies, comics, books, games, music. I don't know you. You can't keep up with everything. There's things are going to slip through the cracks. I always I, there's so many there's so many comic series that I think right. Well, I'll read that at some point, and then I miss it, and then it becomes this huge, massive thing that everyone loves, and I'm like, oh yeah, no, I slept on that, and it's it's insane. And people go, oh, I can't believe you haven't read it, and it's like, yeah, it is what it is. But uh, but yeah, you you should watch Stranger. I watch Stranger Things because I, I like the concept. I like the people involved in it. So I'm just like, yeah, I'll, mm. I'll go. I've been meaning to watch. I just keep forgetting. So yeah, I'll, I'll watch me some Stranger Things because they, I I want to be ready do, for the next yeah, season. They, I mean, it looks like the bits I like I've seen clips. I know a little bit about some of what goes on season one, but not everything. But I've heard a season. I'm like going, this kid actually looks really stuff. I mean, I can't avoid the Barb thing. I mean, good lord, at this point, justice for Barb has been all over my Twitter, and I just I know that. Yeah, I know that yeah, tends to so Sunday. That's so. a shame because that was a that was a big moment. But at the same time, there's a lot there's a lot to love about it. And it, if you loved Glow, which I know you did, we both did. yes, I did. I liked Glow a lot. That was amazing. The way they captured the '80s aesthetic in that is exactly captured in Stranger Things. Like, Stranger Things is a different kind of 80s. Like, it kind of... 
Glow very much went for a, a very realistic kind of, if you lived in the 80s, this will be familiar. Whereas Stranger Things is capturing a, if you watched movies in the 80s, this will be familiar. Because um, it's going for a very kind of Steven Spielberg, kind of Goonies, Close Encounters. I know Goonies wasn't Spielberg, but, you know, that kind of um, vibe of movie. Um and you know mixed in with a little bit of poltergeist and you know all, all manner of kind of things so it's it's really cool really enjoyable uh series um and i think you'd uh it's right up your street anyway um star trek do you do you want are you a fan of star trek i i like i like star trek i actually do i mm-hmm. i have not i've been watching i've seen i haven't seen the summertime trailer of discovery yet but i've seen but i've seen like one of the first teaser trailers of discovery i want to watch this show but I ain't paying CBS All Access because mm. this is an exclusive to CBS All Access after the first episode. They're airing the first episode on TV. And then after that, it's, but hey, if you want more, and hey, I know you'll want more. You do. Mm. You want more. Well, you can go pony up some extra money for CBS All Access and watch the, and watch the first half of season one of Star Trek Discovery. Oh. I forgot about your advert voice. I love your advert voice. Oh, thank you. I try. But, <laughs> I mean, good, yeah. it's like CBS. I mean, it, but that's what it is. It's like, hey, if you want more, go go or, go order your CBS All Access. And I'm like, yeah. oh, really? I mean, that's what they did for The Good Fight. Like, The Good Fight, they did a similar thing where they aired the first episode on TV. And then and then if you like, if you want the rest of the series, well, here you go. Go see CBS All Access. And that's what they're doing to start to discover it. Now, oh, Good so, Fight did. Uh, Good Fight was on CBS All, uh, All Access as well. Good Fight did the same thing, and oh, okay. and what they're and what C, and what CBS tries to do, and like CBS is still trying to establish this network, and there's still, and it's like one thing. I don't think Good Fight did did a, it did a spark, but Discovery sort of like the true test of it, like mm. like Discovery sort of be the one that it's like <laughs> this. And by the way, this is not gonna. This does not mean the sound snark because. You know we're one of you. You know we're both one of you. But it's like, well, we're gonna get, we're gonna, we're gonna take the geek culture market. We're gonna get the nerds this time, and they'll yeah, pay some money to see all access. Yeah. I mean, that you know, some marketing, some marketing people said, you know, the nerds might pay for it. Mm. Perfect. Yeah, and and a, and a lot of people will. I hope it doesn't become. I mean, I don't know how the good fight did. Oh, I mean, we watched it over here, and we we watched it. It was on. Uh, regular cha- regular television and really? so we were able to yeah i think um because really? they, they sell it differently and like discovery star trek discovery is going to be on netflix over here really um, yeah netflix have got the rights to show star trek discovery um in the huh. uk and they had the rights to show riverdale so like i thought these shows that you know i wouldn't be able to see or if i did if i did want to see oh. them i'd have to kind of you know go through ways and means to get them um, they were on. They're on Netflix, and and so Star Trek Discovery's on Netflix. So for us, it's it's you know it's it's perfectly it's the most convenient thing over here. But that's that's nothing if the the home market, the US market, is being you know told to jump through hoops. Like I'm sat here in the UK, and I pay one subscription fee, and I can watch you know Stranger Things, Star Trek Discovery, and Riverdale. And yet for you guys, you know. You've got to pay two subscriptions. You've got to pay for for CBS action, uh, CBS All Access as well, which is bizarre. And, it's and a well, bizarre. Thing. And if you really want to get really messed up, I mean, like we got you got like we got Mar- like Runaways coming up on Hulu, and yeah. So if people I mean, want to watch Runaway, it's like, well, 
you got to get that Netflix subscription. You got to get that Hulu subscription. And then if you want to watch Star Trek Discovery, well, you got to get that CBS All Access subscription. And yeah. so you're you're jumping through a lot of streaming hoops. Mm. So, or, you know, this is the fastest way to get a show pirated. <laughs> like Game of Thrones is like the one that was not one of the biggest pirated shows in still history. Is. And, e- you know, e- I imagine Star Trek Discovery will overtake it if, oh, you know, if it becomes, mercy. if it's as good as they want it to be, it's as good as I want it to be. Like, it's not like HBO Go is still like it's helped, but still people pirate it because not everyone's going to jump through a HBO Go streaming hoop to no. go. I mean, it's it's I mean, so because that's so pretty much yeah, people still pirate Game of Thrones. I mean, like like I watch it via cable on HBO. I I watch it legally, so and yeah. and so it's like yeah, I mean, but like if I and if I but if I didn't have HBO. I mean, if like if I didn't have if I didn't have HBO on my cable, if I as pay, as a pay, extra pay service on my cable network, I probably would just wait for the DVD the DVD Blu-ray release for Game of Thrones. That's yeah. probably what I'd end up doing. But but yeah, I mean, but for everyone else, it's like yeah, they they want to watch it now. So there's probably gonna be some int- there's gonna be some interesting uh, perk ups and pirating coming up pretty soon that I can I can already I can. You, that I can see, yeah, like what you said, I can see coming. It's like, like if, like if you've already called it that, Star Trek will probably end up becoming a very popular show, The Pirate. I'm like, oh yeah, that's gonna probably happen, isn't it? Mm. Oh man. Um, so yeah, what other um, there's there was a bunch of other trailers, like a load of other trailers that um, you know, good or like good, big, small. There was um, uh, Westworld. I'm not. Westworld. I, I don't watch Westworld. So, I, yeah, um, I'm, I watched like the first couple episodes of the Westworld, and then I fell off. I, I feel yeah. bad about that, but I, I, I still like watched the rest of that. Yeah, I feel like that's a show you've got to keep up with as well. I feel like it's quite a, oh, yeah. um, quite an intense kind of show. Um, Walking Dead series eight had a trailer. Um, Kingsman: The Golden Circle had a second trailer. Um, Which one was Bright? it? Did you see uh, Kingsman: The Golden Circle? That had a I trailer. Like, like the new I am excited for Kingsman. Like, see, I've not seen it. I, that, that's the thing. That's that's something that passed me by. I didn't see the um. The it's first one. Oh, it's fun. Did you read the comic? Mm. No, I didn't even read the comic. No, it's so yeah. It's honestly, uh, Mark the, Miller, yeah. This, yeah, and you know what's funny? The comic mm. is actually the cop. The the movie is better than the comic, and that sounds. Oh, awful, is it? Right? Ah, but I'm not the movie is really actually really better than the comic because yeah. like the comic's fun. The comic's a pretty dang good time, but the movie is just bonkers ridiculous and it is rebels in how freaking bonkers ridiculous it is i mean there's some there's so much really cool moments in kingsman like yeah it's worth watching kingsman 2 is sort of like it's more of the same like oh this is going to be beautiful and gloriously mad and i'm so excited to see what they do with it and the Um... interesting thing that's going to be for me is also you mentioned the walking dead trailer oh yeah man like, I I watch The Walking Dead. I still like it. I still watch it. But that show is has had a rough go of it. It's mm. been a tough time. They've they they've had they've they've uh they had to spend a lot of time building up Negan. They lost some viewers. They gained some of the viewers back, but not yeah not near as much as what they thought they would. But they gained some of them back. So like they pulled it back a little bit at the end of Series 7, and the trailer for Series 8 gives me a little bit more hope that they're 
they're doing something with all that. They, they've knocked them so far down that yeah. now they're building them back up. Um, a bit like Game of Thrones. Like Game of Thrones is yeah. doing a similar thing. You know, they've gone through years and years of punishing these characters, um, and now they're kind of they're building them back up. Yep. So I'm excited to see what they do with it. And, and and that's the thing. It's like I think I, I kind of call it one of those things where, like, get, Walking Dead is now really building itself back up and really doing a lot of cool, planning some really cool stuff for the next for the next season. And I think I get spoiled by Game of Thrones by especially right now as we're already two episodes into this season and suddenly it's like, and already things are going down mm. fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Doctor Who. Do you watch Doctor Who? Yes. Oh, new trailer for that. I I love. I I watched the I watched the Christmas trailer and mm-hmm. I like I really I like where they're going. They've got Bill coming back for the Christmas for the Christmas special, which I think is really cool. I like yes. I like that they brought her back. I yeah. I like how they're how they're doing the whole like the first Doctor meeting up with Peter Capaldi and I and I like how they're. I'm gonna be the one thing. If they like if, I like the new Doctor they have coming up, Jodie Whittaker. Mm-hmm. Yes, she has a yeah, lot yeah. of potential. She has yeah. immense potential, and I really want to know who they're going to have as her companion. Cause like, I'm really also curious to see how they, like, who they have as her companion after this. Like, are you going to are they going to have Bill pop back on again, or is she going to be gone? Are they going to keep uh, Nardal, Matt Matt Lucas with her for a little bit, or are they going to give her just a new companion, fresh start, and just? Go from there. I think. Fresh I time. mean, I think fresh. Time. But the Christmas special is like something a lot. It's going to be a really cool send off for Peter Capaldi. It's going to be a really, and he deserves it because that man has been through a rough haul with his time on Who. Yeah, yeah. I. Um, I have to admit, I've dropped off Doctor Who, and not Aww. through no kind of insult to Peter Capaldi, like because I did not at all. I did no. Enjoy him. I did like what he was doing, and I realized as well that like he. His his run picked up like seriously picked up like as the, as it went along and people are people are massive massive fans of him now um, so I need to play major catch up to kind of um, to get myself back up to this because that Christmas special looks fantastic like the uh, I can't remember the actor's name who plays um, who plays the first Doctor but he played him in an adventure in time and space which was that kind of uh, docu documentary drama docudrama. Um, for the 50th anniversary, which was fantastic, right? Truly, really enjoyable. Um, and he played the first Doctor. Um, he played um, Woody Hartnell really well. Because um, I, I actually, I really like him, and I actually need to watch that. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I'm actually looking at. Uh, oh, David Bradley. David Bradley, of course, and so seeing him like in an actual, yeah, in a real Bradley. episode of Doctor Who was really good. And like, like, yes, I mean, he's played, he was Filch in Harry Potter. He's uh, he's like the um, horrible character in Game of Thrones, um, and then he's uh, he's the first Doctor in this, and so he he's got you know a great kind of range to his um, to his to his skills make you love him and hate him in equal measure so he's really cool um but yeah so um there were loads of other announcements from comic-con um, almost too many i mean that's why almost too many i, I said be, it on twitter i said we're gonna be catching up with dot with comic-con news for days like probably yeah, I mean, i'm still picking up on little bits and bobs here and I, there now like i like it was funny like one of my funniest bits is like i was telling you about it and you had never you haven't seen it and you haven't seen it but 
like <clears throat> the site they did the psych stuff or the and I'm oh, yeah. and mo- and psych is like one of the shows I love on USA. Like it is one of these shows that I like it. My mom, my mom, my parents like it. Like like a lot of people like people that I am always I'm like really like I find people who I I, I find are like they call it the psych band. They're called psychos, psych psychos, <laughs> and yeah. And it is, and and if I find people I'm like, really, you're a fan of that? That's awesome! I did not know that. That's cool. And <laughs> but shot like having like they're getting but this like shot but like ha- they did like a big thing for them at Comic Con this year, and I thought, oh, this is gonna be fun. And and it's like coming on USA in December. It's like a big Christmas like two hour movie extravaganza, and that's like something that I can't wait to watch. And that's sort of like my like that's gonna be my big show of December, like. I also have, like, the movies, like, Star Wars and all that good stuff, but it's, like, that, like, Psych is, like, my big TV event of that December is Psych the movie. I'm, like, yes. And yeah, yeah. that music, if, I know you haven't watched it yet, but definitely watch a few episodes of Psych. And, I should do, yeah. And, I should and the, the one thing about Psych, and I think you'll, you probably will dig this, is they're all pretty much done in one episode. Oh, a lot, like a kind of procedural thing. I do They're like procedurals. Kind of they have, they, there is an ongoing story of sorts. But for them, but they're pretty much they're all they're all like done in one, done in one, done in one. Like you can watch them in almost any order, and you won't be. There's like there's a couple episodes that have like some sort of not you want to have some knowledge of like certain like certain villains or certain events. But for the most part, they're they're done in one, so you could watch that. Like you could almost miss an entire season. Like if you mm. if you if you caught seasons like seasons two or season three, you're like okay, I get this idea. Psych. It's like basically the general concept is Sean. Sean is a is a very is a very hype, hyper like hyper observant guy trained by his dad to be like like an amazing detective. But Sean has the focus of a gnat at times. But he's a very he's very intelligent and he's very dis- he's very intelligent. He's but but he's also kind of a nut. So but he's very but he but he so he uses his very he uses very observant like he's very observant. He knows how to catch like little details and things, and he knows how. And he uses them off the fake that he's a psychic, and so he, the entire cool. series point is, and he, and his buddy Gus, who's a pharmaceutical salesman, is along for the ride, and and he's like and he's like the only one who know, and it's like, and it's like his dad and his buddy Gus are the two people that know like, you're not a psychic, but we're along with you on this crazy ride, so like we won't we won't out you out that you're not a psychic, but so that's the theme of the series is he gets a deal he gets a he works for the Santa Barbara the police department as a psychic and it goes into crazy directions of heavy pop culture, tears for fears, cameos, <laughs> um, and more that get in the series just gets weirder along the way. Cause it almost goes crazy into all like whatever you can get thrown at you. Like, yeah, there's like a lot of really cool cameos. I mean, so yeah, it's a fun show. Cool. It's just That's pure awesome. fun. And I didn't mean that to go that long, but I was trying to play like, oh crap, I did not know. <laughs> no, no, that's cool, that's cool. So, um, I think we could talk, probably talk for another hour and a half about everything that we've we not could. covered. Um, so, um, you know, what was your, putting put in, put in a cap on our SDCC talk, you know, what were your overall, you know, were you, did you enjoy this San Diego Comic Con? You know, did you want more? Did you get more than you wanted? What were your, what were your final thoughts on it? I got more than I wanted. Like I was very like, and it was interesting how like 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 some of the comic announcements were like more than there's been in past years. 
mm-hmm. they really did well with comic announcements, mixed in with the movie, TV, and and so on. But they mm-hmm. did a lot of really neat comic announcements in the midst of all the movie and TV stuff, which I thought was really neat. And so I think that I, made it did happy. feel like they did that more than they've done previous years because yeah. I know that the big complaint about San Diego is that it's it's got comic in name only, you know, because for the most part it's just general movies games well not so much games but movies and tv shows like kind of general geek culture isn't it rather than actual comics but this year i think you know the comics industry did fantastic you know we've not even covered um you know the the new captain america series we've not covered uh, vertigo absorbing young animal we've not covered idw buying sonic the hedgehog you know there's loads of oh, like, yeah. kind of yeah, little bits. Wait, bombs, you know. I want to make a quick thing with Sonic the Hedgehog. Thank you for reminding me of that. Quick thing. Yeah, go for it. What was really funny about that was Archie finally said, finally confirmed that they lost the license, and then, mm-hmm. and, and it's like, well, and then Sega finally confirmed that they that they're not working with Archie anymore, and then like a couple days later, it's like, oh, guess what? IDW now owns the Sonic license. It's like, yes. Well, so, okay, so, and they. So, they because yeah. the comic had been like had been like in limbo. It was it was suddenly like like canceled. Like everything that was going on with Sonic and everything Sonic related was all canceled. Everything went out of print in an instant. I mean, mm. suddenly it was like it was having issues behind the scenes. They were having like Archie was having a kind of um, a bit of a legal wrangling uh, with one of the one of the uh, creators of Intenders. the Sonic comic. Yeah, and, yeah, um, and so I, that was like a thing that I feel like was kind of one of the one of the nails in the coffin for it, I imagine. Um, and, and now IDW is going to take it over and be like, uh, "Well, we're like people are going to think, are, are they anyone that is involved in the comics like currently are going to be involved in it?" I'm like, "Only thinking, I would not be surprised if if uh, IDW goes to pretty much a fresh start." And, I think that is wise because the Sonic the Hedgehog comics, the universe that they've created over the last twenty years labyrinth. for Archie, is labyrinthine. It's it's dense. It's you know it's it's continuity heavy, and that's from someone who loves continuity heavy stuff. But like yeah. trying to follow along with it is, you know, I did. I, I you know I read a significant chunk of it for the for the most part, but. Um, or, you know, not a significant chunk, but not an insignificant chunk. You know, there was like 280, 290 issues. So I didn't read that much. Um, but yeah, and so IDW are doing fantastic work with... I keep saying fantastic. I think that's kind of a the the theme of what's going through my brain at the moment. But yeah. they've done amazing with Turtles. They've done amazing with Transformers. Uh, they've done great with Ghostbusters. Um, you know, they've, they've got these. They've got these fantastic franchise fantastic yeah. they've They're got these amazing star franchises they, they're doing they they're, star wars all ages they, line they star wars all ages line is coming up and now they've got sonic as well and i think if they treat sonic the hedgehog like they've treated turtles like they've treated ghostbusters and transformers and rom um and mask and all that if they treat it with the same reverence that they've treated those franchises then it's it's going to be fantastic Again, and they will, they'll be fine. It's going to be, be great. IDW has like when they get a license, they're good with licenses. I mean, that's yeah. why that's what I say. Like with IDW is they are they are probably one that like why one of the top people to let loose of the license. Like mm. it's like someone said, why isn't Marvel getting didn't get get the all ages line? Because Marvel doesn't know what to do with all ages books, but IDW 
they know how to do it yeah. and they do it well and that and that's no slight to marvel but marvel does not have the best track record with all ages but which is ludicrous which is ludicrous and sad and you, know, you can do a whole other podcast got, man you know, but yeah we, we won't go into that yet but but yeah, i mean idw yeah. getting that's why idw got the sonic license because sega knew sega no sega saw idw and went oh we got because they got some sonic stuff in the works for next year and in like this year in the next so mm. so mark so saying is like well we'll try idw's the people we're gonna trust because because by the time they get all their Sonic stuff, they're going to have trades out there for people. They're going to have trades. They're going to get into the libraries. They're going to have all these different mark places people can get their books. I mean, mm. so, so yeah, I'm very, I'm very excited to see what they do with uh, with Sonic. Me too. I love that, I, that, that was cool. Love, um, yeah. So that was a very cool announcement. But anyway, Comic Con was a big, you Fun. know, a big hit for me this year. Really enjoyed it. A lot of fun. Loads of cool stuff coming out. Um, they need to release that. Infinity War trailer is a real trailer, but apart from that, everything else was was really cool. Um, moving on, then we're going to end that talk and we're going to move on to uh, Secret Empire. Um, let's catch up with it. There's uh, we talked about it earlier at the beginning of the show. There's 15 issues that you know we will drive ourselves mad if we go through it. Um, we'll cover Secret Empire number six, and we'll. Um, We'll see how we feel where we go from there. I, like, there are a couple, there are a couple of the good ones to touch on, but apart from that, I think it was, you want to laugh. Like I, I'll, I will cop to this right now. I have not read any of the time. Like this is like this was me with Secret Empire. I read Secret Empire six, mm. and I haven't read the rest of the die in yet. And I felt so bad. Like, like Matt, I haven't yeah. read any of the die ins, <laughs> and I'm well, a that's kind of person. why we're a little bit late as well, later than usual because there's you know, a we, lot. Of Tie-in yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of tie-ins, and for the most part, I feel as though things are, generally speaking, things are kind of not winding up, but they're they're gearing up for the final act, and yeah. so there's this strange kind of lull, which is I think an intentional lull that's kind of um, dipped down, ready for them to to come back up, and even Secret Empire number six, there's. Not a great deal that happens in that, really. Mm-hmm. Um, it touches on, um, it touches on Steve Rogers in the 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 under you know the underneath or what um, wh- wherever he is at the moment. They haven't like the really said yet. They don't really. It's like no, there's no confirmation from how Spencer's is setting this up yet. It's no. But uh, you talk. It talks about Red Skull and Red Skull saying he's in hell basically. Um, and he said, I'm, "I'll adapt to it, but you won't adapt to it," which is which is kind of um, which is a bit scary. Um, but then you also touch on the um, the red room candidates and mm-hmm. how um, Natasha's talking about, you know, how she's her generation has let down the younger generation, which is again kind of it feels like a bit of a metaphor for Marvel Marvel comics at the moment. It feels like they're transitioning from the old to the new. Um, a little yeah. bit, which is why I feel like Legacy is a strange, not sideways step, but it's not potentially the move forward that I think we were all expecting, kind of rebirth style. It's it's interesting, um, and it is interesting. Like we're doing with this, it's like, like, like it's such a quick bit. And like when Wade and Sammy do their Captain America book, they have said it's mm-hmm. gonna be Steve. They have said it's yeah. gonna be it. They're returning to the original costume, and. 
This thing looks as light and brighty and shiny and happy as anything that you can get your hands on. So I'm going, what in the world? Yeah. How in the world? How are they going to re- redeem him? What are they going to do? Because yeah. the Red Room stuff, I mean, it's like, okay, they're setting up like a legacy of Black Widow leading the, this new generation of heroes into a sort of like a darker path of sorts. And Black Widow's sort of like, well, I'm trying to prepare you guys. I'm, I'm, I'm teaching you to prepare yourself for what's to come. And, mm. and then, I mean, and then it's like, it, and it's kind of interesting, and, and kind of like the, the funniest bit was the swerve moment of the issue, where they have like all like Steve Rogers like Avenger Squad, the Hydra, the the Hydra Cap Avenger Squad coming up against the uh, Resistance, the the Mountain, and yeah, and they had they set up the idea of Mockingbird being the one that tipped him off, and like, oh no, it wasn't Mockingbird. It's like, what? Yeah, yeah, Scott I thought Lane. that was almost all but confirmed in the last uh, last issue. I think that kind of bamboozled all of us. Like we were talking with um, Terence last issue, where, last episode, and I think that kind of um, that knocked all of us for a swerve because we were all we all convinced it was uh, it was Mockingbird. So the fact that it's actually Scott Lang is uh, is a bit of a did throw me for a loop. Yeah, absolutely. But there's a couple of big confrontations in this issue really isn't there there's there's obviously there's the red room gang against black widow um there's hulk you know hulk they they unleash they hydra unleash the hulk on the mountain mm-hmm. and uh thing uh ben grim my boy that was cool he gets to, he gets to say it's clobbering time which we've not heard for a long time i don't think we've even heard that since probably secret wars um but yeah. um but yeah, so he had that awesome moment where he like knocked Hulk off his feet. Uh, he gets beat down pretty quickly, which we always suspected with Hulk. Um, Hulk is the strongest one there is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they had that conversation. And then um, Steve Rogers versus Iron Man, they had that confrontation as well, um, which again has been built up and built up over the last five, ten years really, hasn't it? About, you know, from Civil War onwards, they've had this kind of huge huge beef between Iron Man and, and Captain America um, and so that was that beat down was going on um, and then um, moving towards and the then, end of the issue um, now this was neat the Odinson or the yes, unworthy yeah. Thor the Odinson he he said he was sort of like go like mm-hmm. he kind of showed he provides that a way out for them doesn't he like they're, they're all escaping out. he's yes. in their way yeah, and it, it's good in a way because we. I think we talked about it on the on the show before. Like, the, I don't get Thor's motivations really. Like, he he feels like a different character. Like, obviously, yeah, he's all emo. He's hurting about the fact that he hasn't got his hammer anymore, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But you know, he's betraying all of his all of his friends and family and all that kind of stuff. And so now, at least, we see that there is that conflict in him, and he, there is that kind of element of. He's not totally given up. He's, you know, his humanity, uh, so to speak, even though he's, he's as Asgardian. Yeah, I like that. I mean, I really did like that. I, like, that was one of the things that made me go, okay, cool. Like, we're getting into a real, like, okay, cool. They're actually, because they, because they got plans for him. So I know they don't want to have him be completely broken by the end of all this. So I'm like, mm-hmm. perfect. That's awesome. 
Yeah, and that's, yeah, as you say, like, because there's a couple of characters, like, it's not just Captain America that's broken, like, Beast. Hank McCoy is broken from this, like, as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple of moments in some of the tie-ins where, you know, they, they, they bring him in and they try and have him be, you know, one of the team and, and everyone's, like, fine with it. And it's just like, no, come on, he's, you know, he's kind of... He's complicit in all of this. He's he's kind of bowing. He's bending the knee to Steve Rogers. So like, and that's that's a strange that's a strange move for him, really. And yeah, that's interesting because I was like reading like like astonishing X Men's probably going to do more to redeem Beast at this point than than any yeah. That was the that was the issue I was thinking of actually. I I, I didn't uh, I couldn't remember, but yeah, astonishing X Men has got Beast in it, and I was just like, why are you all why are you all friends with this guy? Why are you all still hanging around with this dude because he's he's a massive jerk you know he's he's kind and of and it's like uncanny event supposed to be supposed to have beast and wonder man be on the uncanny like the uncanny squads so i'll be like huh so they're gonna see put, i'm gonna read that now yeah they're gonna put them in a team together put them as a as a group together like okay because they're they're trying to like rebuild beast they're trying to rebuild all these different characters that have been kind of broken up and it's like this last bit of Secret Empire almost feels like, uh, we broke some characters, didn't we? Yeah, we've been breaking a lot of characters, haven't we? Yeah. Like, but I feel like they're gonna they're gonna literally wipe the slate with Legacy. They're gonna kind of go. I think they're gonna, for the most part, it feels like they're gonna ignore Secret Empire for a long time. I feel like the repercussions of Secret Empire are probably just what? gonna be brushed aside. It's like Nick Spencer is basically is basically getting to the point where he has to put. It's like okay, Nick, you got you got the toy you, you get the toys out of the toy box. You did your crazy story. You did your thing. It's cool. Now you got to make sure to put our toys back in the toy box and make sure yeah, toys yeah. aren't completely broken after you're done playing with the toys. So it's 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 a strange one, um, but you know this was a big issue. This was you know a lot happened in it. Um, for some reason, it kind of just I think because of SDCC, because there's a lot of there's been a lot of good comics coming out the last couple of weeks, um, and a lot of good news about new cube. comics to come. Oh yeah, you got that cosmic cube, didn't I got you? Cosmic cube. I bought the issue. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I got it, but I got I got the issue because it's cosmic cube. Uh, there's a cosmic cube. <laughs> with it man i think my comic store didn't get a lot of them because i had like the guy had one on the on like his shelf and i'm like "Ooh, we get a cosmic cube I'm like where is it and he's like here okay thanks i got cosmic <laughs> so so i yeah, got a exactly, cosmic. Yeah. i was i was like going i was so excited i got the cosmic cube like, <laughs> that's was, cool yeah I, if i'd have um if i'd have gone to the shop i'd have uh, i'd have picked that up as well it's a it's a but it like i said it's not i think think about secret empire and I think why some of the stuff of Secret Empire got lost on the shuffle really fast this week is one, it got delayed. It's delays. Yeah. Two, San Diego happened. And mm. San Diego happening sort of kind of threw anything they really could be talked about Secret Empire. And people were like, oh, okay. And oh, well, Secret Empire happened this week, didn't it? Like, but SCCZ's coming up. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, I mean- it doesn't. It doesn't help that even Marvel is looking past Secret Empire at this point. Quickly, you know they're kind of they're they're released they're releasing the issues because the issues are there, but everyone's already. I mean, I think Generations comes out in two weeks. Starts coming out in a couple of weeks. It's, it's going to be. It's well, no, I think I think September is when it really launches. Is it a bit further away? Is it a bit further yeah, away? Yeah, September. That, yeah. They moved it to September. 
they were going to happen in August and they moved to September. So as far as I know, Secret Empire, there's no more delays to Secret Empire. Secret Empire issue 6 was pushed back a week, but then saying that, Secret Empire 7 is still on schedule. So two yeah, weeks in a row this. they've had the main, the main Secret Empire series coming out. Because I was double-checking myself to see if they actually... If it, oh, because someone was talking about Secret Empire coming out this week. I'm like, 6 just came out. What? And I was like, yeah, oh, okay, yeah. I guess it is coming out this week. So I guess... Secret Empire hits this week. Wow, that's fast. Yeah. But, I mean, generally speaking, with these... The rest of the 15 issues, like, just literally touching on them briefly, because uh, I know you've not read them, the, yeah. the highlights are the usual suspects. So the ones that we've been enjoying are still good. So Doctor Strange is still great. Uh, it's still probably my favourite my favorite of the tie-ins. Uh, Secret Warriors is still strong. Uh, Matt Rosenberg's doing great on that. Um, U.S. Avengers is really good. Um, Ultimates two number nine um, isn't uh, isn't a Secret Empire tie-in, um, but it does happen at the same time. It is running concurrently with Secret Empire, and there is um, you do touch on the characters of um, of Captain Marvel and, uh, and the Blue Marvel and uh, Ms. America, and you see you see them fighting against the Chitauri invasion against yeah. like in front of the shield. So you you know if you do if you are a Secret Empire completionist, then I think despite in not having the banner, you should probably pick that up. Um, and again, Al Ewing, U.S. Avengers, and um, Ultimates are two of the strongest books that Marvel are putting out anyway. So you should be picking those up regardless of Secret Empire. Um, U.S. Avengers number uh, number eight was all about Tony um, Ho, um, who's the Iron Patriot. She's Ho Yin Sen's daughter. Um, really, really good issue where she's kind of she's trapped in a similar situation to her father was when he was looking after Tony Stark. Um, except it's Roberto, it's Bobby DaCosta, and so she's in a prison cell with Bobby DaCosta, and she's got to try and cobble together an escape plan. So that's a really cool moment for her character. Um, Uncanny Avengers is good. Um, the art is still uh, really strong on that um, by um, ooh, who is it that's doing the art on this? Is it still Kim Jacinto? Ah, uh, yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, Kim Jacinto. So yeah, that's the artwork strong on that. And the X Men are in. Um, in Secret Empire now, so the X Men Times, X Men Blue, and X Men Gold have started covering um, Secret Empire. But it's really funny because it's been a minute since we last did a Secret Empire show, and so X Men Blue has had one issue, but X Men Gold has had two issues. And without spoiling anything, the end of X Men Gold has an epilogue that's set after Secret Empire, and it explicitly says. Um, after Secret Empire, and once it's all said and done, so it's kind of funny that we've already like uh, I say we because obviously you've not read it yet, but you yeah. know as as a as a as a Marvel comics have already released in canon in continuity comics set after Secret Empire, so that's um, that's kind of like a little bit of an Easter egg for the end of that issue. Okay. Um, but the you know the other the other issues, Brave New World. I I didn't think it was very good. Um, not really enjoying that. Um, Champions is a very strange one. Um, you'll you'll see that covered in the news one. a little bit, but no, yeah, it's about that that's that's opening up a, a can of worms that I think is is too big for us uh, at this point. Yeah, um, I, I that that was almost what made me. I I, I almost think it's like, hey, why hadn't I? Oh, 
Now I know why. Because my, cause my <laughs> Twitter, because my entire social media blew up because of my... And I went, well, I think I need a Secret Empire break. And I went, whoops, I did not read any of the tie-ins. Okay, my bad. Yeah. And again, it's, it's, it's one of those things like... Mark Wade is not the draw for me that he used to be, um, because of you know because of his I don't know the the kind of quality of his work it hasn't been as strong, um, and I don't think it could ever be as strong as it it was because he's he's one of my you know he's produced some of the best comics mm-hmm. you know of the last thirty years in my opinion, um, so he, I don't think he could ever reach those heights again. But it's typical kind of you know older white dude tries to comment on a thing he doesn't know enough about um so which isn't really a huge kind of surprise i suppose um but still it's a little disappointing but um it is what it is you know i think that's it's a it's a bigger conversation for for people who are much more um much more qualified to talk about that kind of thing than me um avengers number nine um is conversely ultimates 2 didn't have the banner and um, that was more about Secret Empire than than Avengers number nine was, which did have the banner. Um, it's 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 pieces. It's moving pieces along the board. It's taking um, Jane Foster's Thor out of the equation, um, and basically saying she's too powerful for Secret Empire. Um, she, we have to separate her from the hammer. Um, mm-hmm. The only interesting thing about that is. I've not really thought about the fact that Steve Rogers has got the hammer in. He's got Mjolnir in in Secret Empire, but what does that mean for Thor? Where is she? Um, and you find out in this issue where she is, and it's 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 a MacGuffin basically. It's kind of a they they had to get her off the board, and you know therefore she's she's in this issue. Um, okay. And um, well, we got her off the board. You know, we got the ultra powerful yeah. Thor off the board. Yeah, I mean Mike Dormundo's art is amazing it's stunning as always so it's worth it's worth flipping through to see okay. some of that but um but i can't it's it's not a um it's not a huge hugely important issue and then amazing spider-man i think was the last one um covering uh again what peter parker's doing with doc ock i think if you're enjoying amazing spider-man you'll you'll get a kick out of it um and again i think it's the the beginning of the end for for peter parker's um you know parker industries run um so kind of it continues that vein but if you're not into that then you're not gonna you're not gonna get anything more from it and that was that was it really so i feel like you know i feel like this is a different kind of secret empire coverage um and i feel like we're losing a little bit of steam with it and i feel like the 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 event as a whole has lost a little bit of momentum. It's had a bit of the wind taken out you know, of the sails. And it's interesting. We might have to talk about this a little bit more, like outside of podcast. But you know, we have a little event called DC Metal coming up. Yeah. Should we? <laughs> I I really want to, and I think I, I think yeah, you're right. I think we'll talk about it outside of the podcast. But we'll talk about I, outside the podcast. But but I, I and anyone who's listening. So. If you actually, if you want Matt and I to kind of do a little tinkers on metal, let us know. Well, absolutely, yeah. We're yeah. both. I think we're. I guess I've even thought about it, Matt. We we think we're kind of. We've kind of like. We kind of thought maybe. Maybe we're both. Yeah. We're both a little more hyped for it than like Empire. We kind of became was an interesting Secret Empire is an interesting experiment. Like as we read on with metal, we're sort of like, ooh. 
this is yeah. something that perks our interest. So yeah, we'll talk about it more after the podcast, but yeah, this, just let us know because we're, I think this, this is a definite maybe. This is a definite maybe. Yeah. And I feel as though, I feel as though we've, we've, we're losing a bit of momentum with Secret Empire and I don't want to, and uh, I, I, I think going into it, I feel as though we, we kind of were worried that that was going to happen because neither of us have tackled an event so thoroughly as this, like so consistently, mm-hmm. like reading all the tie-ins and kind of going through it all um, and analysing it and tearing it apart. Um, and so we've not done, I don't think either of us have done it so thoroughly as we have done with this, but also we weren't our as... sanity star i think i think it's also the fact that <laughs> yeah. secret empire it's a beast it's it's a very large unwieldy beast and mm. and there's only i mean there's only i think it's like one of the things where you're like you're only so much you can deal with secret empire before your brain decides to just go liquid and go okay <laughs> i don't know man how much more mm. can i talk on this because i mean it's like it's like we're yeah we're still gonna talk about secret empire but Matt and I got a lot of other stuff we want to dive into, and yeah. and and this is one of those things where we're like, yeah, and Secret Empires are like one of those things where we're kind of like, okay, like we we can talk about it. We still got some thoughts on it, but but the but but it's like, yeah, we got other stuff we kind of want to talk about, and Secret Empire is sort of like becoming our well. We're in, we're in this. We're in the Secret Empire, man. We might as well yeah, we're, finish it we're out. Too far into, yeah, we're too far into pull out of it. But at the same time, yeah. I know exactly what you mean. And I feel like um, I feel like we could do with something to reinvigorate us a little bit. So mm-hmm. I think this secret, uh, this SDCC chat was uh, was much needed. That was well. fun. That was a lot of fun to talk about. That's why I called the Audible and switched up the format. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I called the Audible. So I feel like we haven't ended on a high. We've kind of we we've ended on a little bit of a low, but at the same time, with a with a promise of potential exciting things to come. So that's that's good. Um, so that's probably and, and our the episode is, then. Yeah, and 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 that's the thing about and that's the thing about Matt and I is pretty much like Matt. Like as I always tell Matt, this is this is some a little bit behind the scenes ish, but like Matt kind of got me back into this. <laughs> so really. Like, so pretty much we're, like, I'm getting back, I'm kind of more getting back into things and really die, and really kind of getting more back into stuff, and so it's like, you know, like, and pretty much I just, I'm just kind of enjoying this ride, and I, and I'm kind of like learning a lot, and kind of like, I kind of, jo- I'm always, I'm kind of relearning the ropes, so to speak, at times, so. Yeah, and it, it's cool, it's, it's, um. It's this has been an, it's been an interesting uh, journey so far. Looking it through is. Secret Empire, journey. It's, uh, you know, it's 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 good to get back into back into podcasting in such a in such an unusual way. But um, but yeah, it's exciting. So um, I think we'll we'll finish it there. Um, you you know where to find us by now. Um, thank you for you know for for all you you know all you're doing for listening to the show. If you're listening to us through through this this home stretch of this episode, then you are you know you are actually a fan of us. So I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing I'd ask of you is you know if you if you you know if you like and subscribe and share, that's fine. But if all you want to if all you do is tell a friend, that's awesome. Um, just you know tell someone tell someone you like. You know tell a friend, tell a colleague, tell a family member. Just give us a listen. Um, that'd be awesome. That'll help us grow. We're not, yeah. um, you know, we're not doing, we're not doing um, a, a great deal of promotion. Which we, I've tried a few, I tried a few things to promote us, to advertise us through Facebook, through Twitter, 
um, and that you know that was marginally successful but um, but getting you guys on board is is all we all we're here for really is to just kind of to grow and to keep the conversation going so appreciate that uh, we're on Twitter we're on everywhere everywhere you need us but uh, but you know I'll put all that I'll put all that in it but uh, but thanks for joining us really appreciate it hope you enjoyed our SDCC chat uh, any final uh, any final thoughts Wes that that'd be it I mean this was fun it was very nice to talk about hate to say I mean it was kind of like it was kind of nice to have that SDCC chat because I kind of like my, my general thing was you know why I think the audience kind of would get a kick out of just Matt and I having a nice little geek out over over SCCC for a little bit and by golly it showed because you, you and I were just sort of like dude this is yeah this is cool wow this is cool this is really cool <laughs> yeah yeah I hope we didn't like kind of rabbit it on a bit too much but you know that's the that's the purpose of it you that's, know, that's podcasts, us man you want to hear people talk you know um, but yeah so that's it so that's it for this uh, episode and we'll see you uh, we'll see you in two weeks uh, yeah. take care bye later X-Men